Excellent. Now to destroy the super friends one by one. <laughs> Ain't no done yet, me strongest man in world. The green light will be extinguished and there will be left. Right? Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3. Woo! Wait, uh, if Part 2 was Volume D, B E U X, what's Volume 3? Uh, trois. Like, Trois, okay. Trois, uh huh. Yeah, Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy, Volume 3. Volume 3. Not Volume 3. <laughs> no, no, not, let's not get Don't that. Don't put confused. a T at the end of that. Exactly, exactly. Volume right. 3. All right, hello everybody. We're back, Legion on Zoom, and we're excited to review yes. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. This is Miguel. I cried. Yes, we all we we all did, and obviously my buddy here, Chez, cried. Chez, how you Ooh, doing, man? What's how up, you peeps? doing? I'm doing okay. I'm uh, still reeling. Uh, very pleasantly surprised by this movie. Caught me off guard. Like, damn! Like, this was a very solid goodbye, and I'm just trying to heal emotionally from what I saw. Yo, and like, and honestly, yeah, so I don't know. I don't remember if I've mentioned this before in our other episodes, but I know I've been telling you, Chez, at least offline, right, about how much I thought I was going to hate this movie. Yeah, well, I, I've had James Gunn fatigue. I feel everything he does is very James Gunn, you know, like the yeah. Peacemaker and, 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 and Suicide Squad and his Guardians of the Galaxy. I really liked his first movie. I really didn't like the second movie. And it's just like, I don't like I just thought this shit was just going to be the same. And also, I love the Guardians of the Galaxy. Like I was reading them before they were like famous, you know, like I love them. And so I felt like like I feel extra personal when I see this. And so, wow, he proved me completely wrong. Right. Like this was you said it yesterday. Right. This was the least James Gunn, James Gunn film that he's done. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which was kind of very. uh refreshing in a way because it shows how good he can do when he tones himself down you know what i mean like add some nuance like the hits weren't that obvious when it comes to the music that wasn't prioritized it was mostly just about the story because i felt in like the past two films every time it would be star lord who hits play on a song it would be like its own frame its own event and the song is an event more than the sequence that's involving it you know what i mean right this time it was like story screen and the music felt like tertiary. Exactly. Exactly. And I loved also then the, the thing, the, the other difference with the focus on story, really focus on story in a really good way. And in, in a dark story, right, too, which we'll get into. Yeah. It's also the the jokes, too. I feel like all these other films are so, always like so like I can't take it seriously because there's all these jokes. Right. And it's like. God, how am I supposed to be concerned about the fate of the galaxy when you guys are just like, <laughs> like the last movie? Oh, look, Drax is so stupid. Oh, Mantis is so stupid. Oh, look at them being weird. Ha 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 ha. And like that, that's like Jesus fucking Christ. Like it's just which I still uh, think I still think that they did that this time, but it was it was in way better. It was way more tasteful. Yeah, exactly. It felt a lot yeah, more natural. It was better done. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like it was more like all right, the comedic beats were good, were there, but really there to help kind of keep moving the story and helping you feel for the characters, not so much just the like, hey, I want to make you laugh now. So it's like, oh, look at this. You know, like no, like 
I, I, I loved it. I thought this movie was fucking perfect, almost perfect. Like, it was great, and we're going to get into it. And obviously, for people, if you're listening to this, it's gonna, this is going to be spoiler horrific, right? It's going to be full of spoilers yeah. from, from the get-go. Insert spoiler alert here. Spoiler alert! Yes. Okay. All right. So let's <laughs> let's dive into it. But I think we need to dive into it with the start of everything, right? Because I believe you went on a journey. Yes. The, the theater, right? I believe. So I missed the first 20 to 25 minutes of the movie <laughs> because so I laid down for a nap and I woke up like at 308 and the movie was at 335 where I was supposed to meet up with. Yeah. So I got up, I jumped into some clothes. I ordered an Uber. I typed in AMC 86th Street and I hit the first thing that came up, which was uh, AMC Orpheum, I think, mm. Uh, mm. which that's Which, if you trace the name, could be named after Orpheus, which is the son of uh, the Sandman. So, shout out, Sandman. <laughs> Always around in some way, shape, or form. Epic. But anyway, um, so I took a cab to the wrong theater on the east side when I was supposed to be on the west side. So that was interesting. For those of you, for those of you who are not in New York, right, listening to us right now, that's that's a big difference. All right, if you're on the <laughs> east side of the island versus the west side of the island of Manhattan, it's not like a, oh no problem. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go to the other one. It's it's annoying. It like it, it took you a, a very day. very annoying. like twenty minutes, I guess, to get from yeah. that theater to the next theater on another Uber, right? Yeah, I encourage all of our fans who are not from New York City, go on Google and just open up a map of the NYC uh, subway system. So I couldn't walk across town because it would have taken too much time and a train. So I had to take another cab across town, which took me maybe 15 to 20 minutes. So I essentially missed the first 20 to 25 minutes of this movie. Totally. If you would have taken... Uh, public transportation, you would have missed half of the movie. You would have taken you at yeah, least we're... an hour and change <laughs> to get to where we are, right? Because you have to go, you have to cross the park. You're going to have to take a bus, and then you're going to have to take the train up, right? No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Why? no so nobody, I ended nobody up, can do that. Yeah. So I ended up spending about almost 56 to 60 bucks in cabs because <laughs> I made the hurry choice and pressed the first thing that came up on my screen. Yes. So I came in after the, yeah, so like I said before, after the first 25 minutes, so I don't know shit about the very beginning of the movie, and this is where I defer to Dr. Arce. Yeah, that's right. And, and then what was, yeah, in, in all fairness, though, I will give it, I will give you a little bit credit. Like, it is a little bit on AMC's, like, because that's how, I, I've never gone to the wrong theater, but I almost have in the past, because it's like, that both are, are on the on like 84 86 street amc it's parallel yes, <laughs> exactly. the island. it's very easy it's very <laughs> easy to get parallel? those confused man because like i feel all the other amcs are very like amc lincoln's lincoln square right you have like yeah. amc uh the the one in Times square right and you have all these very specific ones but then like why are you it's like very signature <laughs> Like you're because even actually because like when I went to this theater, um, uh, I was excited because they do the whole they deliver food to the seat, right? I'm like, oh shit, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get fucking my popcorn and everything delivered right to me. Uh and but you have to when you do the order, you have to select the theater and all that. I double triple check. I'm like, wait, am I buying it to the right theater? Right? Cause I'm like, cause because of that same shit, because I'm like, wait, what if I'm sending popcorn to some random dude on the other 84th <laughs> street <laughs> AMC? <laughs> 
It would have been dope if you would have sent me popcorn and I would have grabbed the seat. But yo, when I scanned my ticket, it showed me this is for the other theater. I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, and right. They offered me like, we have a 430 showing. You're like, no, I have to go grab a cab cross town now. But I would would they have let you go in for free? That would have been a little different, right? Like a pity. Like That's well, the way they know. were saying it, basically. I mean, that's actually how they were saying it. It was uh, like, hey, we know you're in the wrong theater, but if you want to watch the 431, you can. And in my head, yo, I thought about it for a second. I was about to be like, yo, fuck Miguel. You watch the 431. <laughs> but I'm like, no, I'll show up late. Fuck. Would, yeah, you already paid me for the ticket anyway, so I would have been fine. <laughs> <You didn't. laughs> nah, we would have missed on this epic moment, man. Uh, and also, I think nice. what's funny too, right? Just to add to this little fucking to your story, your journey. Also, they wouldn't let you into the theater at the very beginning when you got to the right one, oh, right? Like you're yeah, texting me, yeah. calling me, like, yeah, uh, a slightly underskilled worker, um, a ticket scanner, was like, yeah, somebody already uses code, and then I had to text Pago, and then he was like, yeah, just tell them that it's for two seats. I told her that, which took up a whole maybe like five ten minutes. So yeah, that was my whole fucking journey to missing the beginning of the movie. Right. And for those of you who've seen the movie, it does kind of suck as the beginning is pretty epic. Like it's I pretty know. badass. Like I was joking with Chez before he got there, sending him messages like, oh my God, Rocket's dying. Like the Rocket is about to die before Which the movie actually started. With each other with spoilers. Yeah. yeah, yeah That's yeah, how exactly. like we troll each other. Like if anyone's late, we're like, everyone's dead. You know like, what oh, I mean? Shit. But this time you were actually right. It wasn't a fucking joke. Then I'm like, it's actually happening. Like, like the beginning of the movie <laughs> is really from the get. Like, all right, Rocket's been seriously injured and he's going to die. Like what? How? How? Like, that's awesome. Like it, it had me hooked. Right. So like, because uh, I did tell Chaz, right, with the start of the movie, with, you know, just the mood of like seeing uh, uh, Star-Lord depressed and 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 drunk and just like passing out like from the from from the but you didn't see any of that. That was like it's a weird way to start the movie. Like, oh, damn, like he's messed up because of Gamora. Which, by the way, I have a question about that. What, like, was it one of those moments where he's drunk and they show the bottle and he's like drinking Black Label or was he drunk on some like weird interstellar liquor that we know nothing about? Yeah, exactly. It was like space, some space juice or some shit like that, you know, space booze. Yeah, space booze, man. Like, who knows what that shit was like, but like he was like almost drooling and like collapsed, man. Like it was sad proof. Yeah, like (laughs) he (laughs) collapsed. Exactly. Oh, because you didn't see because there's also that now it's been online Uh, because then what happens? Gamora, uh, not Gamora, a nebula carries him passed out and takes him to his bed with the with the rest of the gang to help him pass out. And it's funny because, like, so, you know, uh, uh, Karen Gillian, right, who plays Nebula, is this tiny, thin woman. Like, she's obviously can't carry fucking yeah. Star-Lord, right, Chris? A healthy-ass Chris Pratt. Yo, man, booked up Chris Pratt and shit. And so they apparently, James Gunn had this um, lifelike version of, like, they're carrying, like, this doll that looks like a star. Lord, like oh no, I, I I I thought that was actually him, but he was hanging by strings. No, it was a doll. It's a doll. It's a oh, freaky doll. Because I've yeah. seen the post, but I thought it was him hanging. Like, oh shit, that's crazy. Yeah, no, and there's been there's been some uh uh right now some in uh James Gunn has shown some videos of of like Nebula carrying the doll and like Star Lord next to it. It's going like this is freaky, man. 
Like, it's just so <laughs> weird. That's wild. That is fucking nuts. Every time I saw that clip online, I thought it was him just hanging by like those very thin, clear threads. But no, it was actually a doll. That's and that shit looked realistic as fuck. That's that, crazy. Exactly. And so that's the whole beginning. And then right, like just that depressing start, we get out of nowhere. Adam Warlock showing up, kicking ass, just fucking tearing through the Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Trying to capture Rocket, which leads to like Rocket getting severely injured. And that's what I loved about the movie. Like it really felt like, oh shit, this is real, right? There's a scene with Chess didn't see. Uh, of like uh, of him fighting uh, Mantis and he just straight up breaks Mantis's arm like just we see it like Damn. bend and like what the fuck and and then ha- seeing Mantis and Star-Lord freak the fuck out seeing uh, a rocket so severely injured like that was like real you know like it felt so fucking like oh god damn man like what's just happening yeah. right now Um, and but then eventually they beat you know Warlock to and he, I mean, behind the ends, is able to escape, right? But so, but that's the yeah. one. And then what's crappy about that, Chess, that you didn't see that is that you know that was basically the really only time that you got to see just how powerful Adam Warlock was. Like you really saw him. Like he tore through the Guardians of the Galaxy, right? We see him later on again fighting a bit, right? Like yeah, because he, he was shown to be pretty powerful, but I felt like he was underplayed for most of the movie. Right, like, like they showed like, him a little powerful when when he was fighting that like pig uh, monster thing, right? That, that pig tr- robot shit. The pig robot thing, right? And then he, yeah. he kind of just rips his head off like nothing. Like it's like, oh shit! Like damn, man! Like, and then obviously seeing him be blown up and all these different things, and nothing killed him, killed him, right? Like they all just kind of knocked him down a bit. Uh, uh, but really, the intro was the only one moment where he kind of really shined. But that's it, though. That's it. What were your thoughts on Adam Warlock? Well, yeah, like I said, um, I think throughout the whole movie, even without seeing the initial sequence, it's obvious, like, if you look at the details, how powerful he is. But it wasn't really addressed. He was just, like, surviving catastrophic shit after catastrophic shit. <laughs> and it wasn't really mentioned. You know what I mean? Like. Maybe I was missing the flavor of the initial interaction, but it seemed like he was almost thrown in without context. But there was context if you saw part two. You know what I mean? But yeah, I like in- a little bit. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Because and they do. You did. You missed that part, too. Right. Because then when he escapes, he goes to the uh, the sovereign woman person. Right. Uh, yeah. That he calls like her mom, that because that's the people we saw at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. They were had this cocoon, right? That we knew had Adam yeah. Warlock in there, right? And we end up finding out that High Evolutionary created them, and they are creating Warlock, and he's kind of High Evolutionary, kind of helping with that because he wants them to go get um a, a rocket for him, right? You know, because yeah. Rocket's so smart and all this, and he needs like his brain. And so that's kind of the all the the the, the thing uh the, basically the intro origin that we get for Adam Warlock for the MCU. Well, something you didn't get either to see was that they dumbed him down too. They said that you know that uh the high evolutionary got him out sooner than he should have. Like he wasn't like ripe yet, right, to get out of the cocoon. Yeah. And apparently that he has the intellect of a child or something. And I'm like, mm. in the comic books, he's not. Like, in the comic books, he's pretty fucking, 
like why like he's an adult like he's wise yeah. you know like he's, he's he's up there yeah yeah he's weird like he's he's like like because he's not human right like it's like some other yeah. thing uh but he's not like like i don't know so see that i feel like james gunn re like drax isn't that dumb in the comic books you know like uh, uh mantis is not at all that dumb she's weird but not like that i don't like i don't know i feel like he really right likes amplifying like you know i don't know making people stupidity uh -huh, like oh look that's <laughs> that's funny it's like i guess yeah. <laughs> like i don't it's know like, just go for the laugh yeah i was a little bit let down by all that because because um you know, at least he was kind of cool to see Adam Warlock, but Adam Warlock is huge in the comic books in the in, in within the very. cosmic realm. Incredibly, and he powerful. was very much, and he was pretty removed from his initial introduction, which is during the Infinity Stone saga. Correct? Yes, and that's when well, he's first introduced. No, no, no. He's not. It's not when he's introduced. He was introduced way before that. Anyway, he was already a character. Oh shit! Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. What's fun in the comic books, because in the comic books, he's created by this group of scientists called the Enclave, 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 uh, in, 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 on Earth, right? You know, in, yeah. in there, he's created by first by Stan Lee and Jack Kirby in a Fantastic Four book, but then he's only called him. That's 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 how he's introduced, because he's supposed to be this epic, you know, new human type thing. Yeah. But then, you know, these are evil scientists. And then uh, uh, Warlock realizes, I mean, at that point, him realizes that the scientists are evil and kills them. And he's like, I'm out. And he's like, fuck this planet. I'm off to some other shit. And he leaves. He appears again later yeah. with Thor and old school issues. It wasn't until later until Jim Starlin. And I think is it was it Roy Thomas, I think, uh, 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 that got his hands on the character again. Uh, down the road that then created him as Adam Warlock that eventually developed his story that you know from being him he got hurt he got into a cocoon again and then came out with a greater sense of purpose and then it led for him to becoming be called Adam Warlock actually through the high evolutionary the high evolutionary was involved with Warlock in the comic books because high evolutionary gotcha. grabbed his cocoon and helped him become more powerful and actually gave him the soul gem or the soul stone mm. in the MCU, right? Yeah. So to, to to become the person who he was. And then that's where he was called Adam Warlock and then became this powerhouse, super incredibly powerful cosmic person that kind of rivals Thanos and Silver Surfer yeah. and all these awesome... All that shit was straight up, like, not done in the movies. It was essentially... He was a byproduct of the of a race that was created by the high evolutionary, and then he was just thrown into the movie. That's about it. <laughs> That's about it. Exactly. That's about it. And like, no nuance. I, like <laughs> exactly. Like it'll be interesting if we get a little bit more of him right down the road. Like at least at the very end in the Easter egg, we find out right that he's one of the new members of the Guardians of the Galaxy, which we'll get into. Yeah, uh, he seems a little bit more sophisticated. Like he doesn't seem to be speaking just like a kid. Doesn't seem so dumb, and and so we'll see if you know in, in future iterations we get to see him become, you know, more of an interesting character, more more powerful. Like we really see his powers, right? Um, and what's pretty cool because in the comic books, I really highly highly recommend people reading the the Abnet and Lanning run uh, in Guardians of the Galaxy because that's the 
original start of the Guardians of the Galaxy that inspired the movies. Amazing run. I would I would recommend start from Annihilation Conquest. From that event, that leads to the creation of the Guardians of the Galaxy to what we see. And then Warlock becomes a member of the Guardians of the Galaxy early on in, in that run. We end up finding out also, uh, be- well, even be- way before that, though, but in this run, uh, we, 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 uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy face uh, the Magus, who's this evil version of Warlock. Apparently, in, in the future, in, oh, well, in a future, Warlock yeah. becomes a villain. So now imagine that level of power, but you're evil. As a bad guy. Shit. Like, that's epic. It's so cool. But I mean, like, how far in the future are we talking? I don't, it's confusing. I don't, I was just trying to double check all these things. It's a bit in the future, but I don't know how far. And and it's weird because it's, and it's, it involves apparently this stuff of like the chaos and order, like the embodiment of chaos and order of the, the, the cosmic chaos and order kind of make Warlock go insane. And that's what makes him become the Magus. Fuck. (laughs) Yeah, I know, but then because of that, they throw him to some other timeline. It gets wacky because then the Magus develop creates the Universal Church of Truth, which is this awesome villainy, you know, like religious cult that help create the Magus, you know, like make orchestrate shit for the Magus to become the Magus. So yeah, yeah. in in the Guardians of the Galaxy, Dan Abnett, you know, and 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 Lanning book. The you know Warlock kind of struggles with becoming the Magus because of the Universal Church of Truth. It's all this crazy stuff that yo that would be really fucking cool to see in the comic books. Like this, I mean, in the movies to see him become the Magus like that. Th- that would be cool. For but, some reason, it, it doesn't feel like they're gonna go that route though. Yeah, like I don't see all that crazy layered shit coming to the forefront, just based off of uh, how abrupt his introduction was. Yeah, it was like exactly. Almost, so no context. It was just like super short and condensed. He got created, and then boom, here he is. Like they skipped yeah. all that stone shit. He didn't even have the stone, like the fucking soul stone. Did they even explain what the stone in his forehead was? Oh, right. In this movie, no. It was just, I guess, for yeah, exactly. aesthetic, right? It's just it looks. It's cool. in his forehead. That's yeah. yeah, exactly. As per the comics, there's something here. Here's his placeholder. Let's just color it gold too, so we don't have to explain it. You know what I mean? Like, it's nothing special. Right. Keep it right. Right. I know. When the comics are supposed to be the fucking soul stone. Yeah, exactly. I would love to see more of I like I like the look. I like the actor like Paul Palter is his last name, right? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a fan. I liked it. Exactly. But um, yes, I'd, I'd love to see more and I see him fleshed out. Maybe this would be a cool Disney Plus series, right? Like I think I've heard that they're thinking about making some kind that. of Silver Surfer like special or something. So I could see hopefully Adam Warlock could appear in these kinds of things. I don't know. But I, I, I'd like to see a little bit more. But but in the movie, it was okay. A little underwhelming if you know who Warlock is and, and expect yeah. a certain amount. But I feel like if you don't know anything about him, maybe you're not that. It's It was fine. Like It was fine. It's kind of like if you don't have the highest expectations, it's not bad. All right, so now but let's talk about. Uh huh. Then I was gonna say, but then if anyone who knows him from the comics, exactly as you said, it's underwhelming. But yes. if you've never read the comics or you don't know who he is, it's not a bad intro, 
Right, right. All right, and so now with that, let's talk about the new character they introduced, right? This villain, uh, high evolutionary. We got introduced also. They switched up a little bit his his origin story from the comic books. Um, but what did you think, Chez, about the high evolutionary of, of the villain of the movie? Well, first things first, I love the actor. Yes. I do not know what his name is. Oh, uh, my God. Know, yeah, but I know he was in Peacemaker, so props to James Gunn for bringing over good talent. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, because, that's a very good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I also shout out to uh, uh, the guys that chillin with villains. I would highly recommend uh, checking their podcast out uh, on YouTube or wherever you get their great guys. Uh, they actually recently inter interviewed him. They interviewed oh, uh, the high evolutionary. Yeah. His name is Chukwudi Iwuji. Uh, I might be butchering the name, but you that's his name. Are. Yeah, exactly. So they, they've interviewed him twice, actually. They interviewed him when before Peacemaker and then uh, uh, for this. I'm like, so really cool. So go check out Chillin' with Villains uh, for that. Definitely check that out. Shout out to those cool-ass dudes. But yeah, like his performance, the... How twisted he became over time, how like aloof he became or not aloof, but more like a more deranged, unhinged. Yeah, yeah, unhinged and twisted. He became over time. The intensity, the. There's no other way to explain, it, I guess, his gravitas. Yeah. You know what I mean? He felt like a big character, like he filled the room like. I don't know if it was me because I missed the first 25 minutes like we spoke about before, but did they give an origin for his character or was he just this is who the bad guy is? Yeah, not really. Just from the beginning, they just show us that he's this epically powerful, epically smart, like a genius scientist that it's all about um, ridding people of imperfection of the universe of imperfection and helping yeah. people like things evolve. Right. And he starts with the animals, right? With animals and stuff like that, which leads to him creating Rocket, right? Uh, and, yeah. and other of his animal friends, right? <laughs> like, it's so fucking sad when you see them get yeah, killed. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, it's like they let you get attached to them. They lead you down the whole road. And then it's like they just rip off the band. Yeah, exactly. And you start to get, at first, you're like, Ugh, they're kind of creepy. Like they're not cute animals. Like they got these weird machine things. But then you're later, you're like, oh, yeah. they're kind of cute. They're like, uh, and then dead. Especially Floor. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Floor is freaky as fuck, but yeah, it was kind of cute. Um, <laughs> but yes, exactly. So that's really all that we get from that. That's that's who he is. We don't really know where he comes from. We kind of get an idea that he's not from Earth. Like he's somewhere from space in a way because he says at one point the star lord know that i've been to your earth right rather yeah, than saying a long time ago aha uh -huh, rather than like i'm from earth because in the comic books um the real the high evolution from the comic books he's from earth he's a scientist oh, from shit. from back in the day that actually in the comic books he was inspired by mr sinister because of Damn. his work in genetics to to want to investigate that and then and then he starts to he he creates basically the machine that we see in the movie uh, that allows for this epic quick evolution uh, of of a species, which yeah, leads he packs what like uh, like uh, millennia's worth of evolution into like a few seconds. It exactly. seems like in the movie, exactly, exactly. And so that's 
because that's how he started like in the comic books was that and then like he used it on himself and then he becomes the official like, oh. evolutionary yeah and he has this creates this epic suit that he has and and all these power and then starts to create these different people actually like he's starts off working off a wonder wondagore mountain which is related to like where actually scarlet witch scarlet witch uh-huh was from and i think wondagore is mentioned in the doctor strange movie i think isn't that where they have the last battle yeah or something yeah and so 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 there's that but then he escapes he, he leaves that the, the wondagore mountain area uh and actually creates counter earth <laughs> that we, what we see uh that so that I, actually is canon from the movie yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. I actually I was surprised that they did it though. But I like I like what they because what in the comic books this is something I don't like. I think this is super silly because counter earth actually exists like counter to our earth. Like it's 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 parallel to Earth, like it's in the yeah. same solar system. It's a you know it's rope, but we're just they're just on the opposite sides of the elliptical, whatever thing that when as oh, you shit. go so, around like, the sun. It, it's in like the Milky Way galaxy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on in. It's in the solar system. Like it's, oh, it's in. A, oh, that's crazy. Yeah. So it's like if 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 our Earth right now where we are is like located here, like where it's like spring at least on 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 the northern hemisphere, uh, uh, they would be in like I guess winter, no, or something because yeah. they would be on the be other like the total opposite side of the sun. Something like that. Yeah. It's we. I don't know how. I don't know how fucking cos- cosmology works or shit like that, right? Yeah. So, but. But yes, exactly. So, so, so that's always I felt that that was silly. No, like how how is there this big ass planet <laughs> like that no one can detect, no one can detect, right? But we can see all the other planets like Mercury, Mars, and shit, right? But, but no, <laughs> Counter Earth. Who knows? And to be honest, I'm surprised it's still called Counter Earth, considering that as far as fuck from Earth, how it seems in the movie, right? They could have just given it a different name because it's technically not Counter Earth because like. It's full of animals, which yeah. brings to mind the question. If you were stuck on counter Earth, what species would you be willing to fornicate with? <laughs> oh my God. If you're stuck, right? We're obviously not endorsing. Yeah. What is it? What's the what's the what's the bestiality? Bestiality. Not we're all. not endorsing we're not bestiality. Endorsing. But I don't know. Isn't there a thing though, right? Right now, where people like people like the the furries, right? Isn't that like a sexual kink, yeah. you know, for people the 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 people yeah, that dress actually, up yeah. like they dress up like like animals and like or like I don't. Know. Sorry, if you're a part of the furry community, please send us a message to explain. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I guess it's something to do with that, right? So we'd love to talk to you. <laughs> we'd love to have you on the show and ask you these important questions that we ask here, the Legion on Zoom. I I don't know. <laughs> to think about like what would be what would be this human like uh uh animal encounter or that like I... like for example like like I couldn't get down with the bat lady because no that's god no that no, 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 no that's horrifying I think maybe like a maybe like a panda like a panda woman maybe or like maybe <laughs> a panda woman <laughs> I was gonna say Maybe going off of Moon Knight because it had like the hippo goddess. Maybe like a hippo lady. Maybe I can see that. <laughs> Maybe all right, all right, <laughs> all right. So people now know what we're into. We're gonna get canceled for promoting or maybe or, something. or maybe even kind of like a lioness because I'm not gonna front when we all saw you know like uh, the Lion King movie as a kid. 
when Simba pins down, you know, like the grown up Nala, I think every dude was like, oh, shit, am I attracted to a lion? <laughs> I don't know if every dude, bro, I thought <laughs> that might just be a you thing. I don't know. <laughs> I not once had that thought, but, but all right. Okay, when was the last time good. you watched The Lion King? Go back and rewatch that part, you know, like where they find each other after like, like a whole bunch of years and pins her down after the wrestling game. And she puts that face like, yeah, come and get it. You know what I'm saying? Okay, to see if now you know I get what aroused about? by that scene. I know exactly <laughs> what. I love The Lion King. It's, a, it's an important childhood movie for me. I don't know. I was not aroused watching that, but okay. Whatever, man. Hey, hey, no judgment here, man. It's all good, man. Whatever floats your boat, dude. I feel very judged. Moving <laughs> forward. Anyway, but yes, so they counter Earth exists in the comic books and, and all it's created by, by, by the high evolutionary populated by his uh, uh, Annie-men or new men, I think they've also been called. And so that that's kind of where he's at. Uh, I like the actor a lot, for sure, in the movie. I, I thought his portrayal, I thought it was a little bit, I, actually, I don't know. I think because in the comic books, I think he's more stoic type of a character. Mm-hmm. I yeah, love super emotional in this movie. Oh, I love that. And, and, in, and in a realistic way, like I felt like, like a mad scientist kind of way, right? Yeah, word exactly. Like that, like where especially when he gets pissed off at Rocket for like figuring something out that he can't figure out. Like that whole scene with him just like, how the fuck? But like, do you know this? Like, I made you. Like, how do you know that? You know, like, oh my god, like that's so fucking Which like I I think that's I think that's the moment that broke him mm-hmm. on a mental level. Like right. he was fine or seemed kind of stable up until then. Yeah. And it was just a downward spiral of obsession with Rocket. Like, how did he figure that out? Like, I need that brain. Just like he was obsessed with, uh, uh, what's his name? The Winter Soldier's arm. You know, like Rocket was like, I need that arm. That was basically <laughs> right. how the high evolutionary got like, I yeah. need that brain. Yo, my God. Yeah, exactly. Because it gets to the point where like even his, um, his crew, right? His henchmen, his, 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 his underlings at the end turn on him right that they're like yeah no we're taking over the ship because you're gonna get us killed over this like stupid thing like right like we're like they're scientists they're all trying to do whatever you know like, like i feel like they were doing a job like yo we were doing this for science man you're, you're taking it some some yeah exa- somewhere else exactly. man. and he like he's like he kills them all he's like yo fuck that which i love because i'm like yo he's powerful right he's he just like he's a mad scientist i love that love 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 that portrayal the one thing I didn't like just because of the, uh, uh, comparing it, comparing him to the comic books is that I honestly think the high evolutionary in the comic books has one of the coolest fucking looks like I, he, he looks like a cool fucking villain. Like there's a reason he, they, they haven't changed his look since the fucking early 60s or whenever he was created, Damn. you know, like this awesome purple thing. You know, armor with the metal thing, the gray things on his arms and the legs, and then yeah, the, no. the the purple mask with a little purple mohawk thing, um, you know, uh, on his head. Like not a mohawk, but like whatever thing, like handle. It's more like a handle on his head. Like it yeah. looks so cool. I really didn't like that. That you know, they had his that he was wearing a face mask, right? <laughs> like like the yeah. Joker in in the Snyder story right where he rips his face off and he has his face stuck on you know that's that's how this guy looked and it was i would say that 
and it was mentioned in the movie too, if I'm not mistaken, that he resembled like the old school uh, RoboCop aesthetic. Yeah, they mentioned that exactly. You know, like yes. when Murphy had that, like that. That's exactly what that's it looked exactly like. Exactly what it looked like, and I didn't love that. I didn't love that look, man. Like I, I like the story behind it, though. That it's because Rocket, when he finally escapes, fucked up his face. Like that. It didn't look like cool. he did that much damage, even though it looks savage. It didn't look like he ripped his entire face off. What do you mean? Or am I bugging? What do you mean? What do you mean? Because it showed. Because like, like when they show us his face, that, uh, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. But everything is gone. But when they showed that scene where he, he got jumped on by Rocket and then he just clawed his face, it didn't seem like he ripped all the skin on his uh, face. Right. Off, exactly. I mean? Exactly. Yeah, it like, seemed like almost like that's that was a lot. <laughs> right. Like I wanted Rocket to say, no, I didn't. I didn't leave him like that. <laughs> exactly. Like, I cut him up a bit for sure, but I'm like, that's fuck. I don't. I don't know who did that. Like I didn't play him and shit. Like, but I guess maybe he did, man. I guess. I guess that's what yeah, James but... Gunn's trying to yeah. show is about, like that Rocket had this fucking super evil dark side, and it's also kind of weird, actually. Now that we're talking about it too, with him being all about evolution and shit like that, like he doesn't he have done a better the... job with the face. Yeah, he doesn't have the technology to. Kind of recreate Make his face. face? Uh, have it like right, like I don't know, like it's it like, needs to be this overstretched staple thing. Yeah, uh-huh. like like obviously stretched out, you know, thing, right? It's like exactly, bro. We can all see it, dude. Like we can, you can't, you can't, like I don't know, like really sew it in or something, you know, like facts, like just tuck it in on the sides, just like, tuck it in on the side. Yeah, I don't know, oh, wear okay. wear a hat. <laughs> something to cover it like i don't know bro some sort of headgear Uh aha like the mask that he has in the movies i mean in the in the comic books like that's that's my only gripe with him because of the look but i'm like uh you know i feel probably a few things i'm thinking maybe if they would have just painted his face they would have painted it purple it might maybe look a little bit like um uh kang You know, and so they're like, oh, you know, right? Like, I which guess. that itself is a point. He was kind of Kang-ish aesthetically. Mm-hmm. You're right. Yeah, like yeah. almost too close for comfort, I would say. Mm-hmm. Like he wasn't even that different aesthetically from Kang. And so, see, that's why I feel like they should have made his costume more like the comic book version, because that comic book version yeah. doesn't look at all like Kang. You know, it's like. Uh... You know, that's that's my only thing I didn't look, but I loved him. I really liked him as a villain in the movie. He, and he doesn't die right at the end. He, well, we, well, we don't know. He, the thing blows up, but we don't know what happens. He probably escapes. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It seemed like one of those things where, like, he seemed more than capable of getting out of that type of situation alive. Yes. Like, that's definitely, like, his ship exploding is something that you can tell, like, he worked on an escape plan. It just seemed kind of obvious that that wouldn't be his demise was the ship blowing up, which his ship was fucking massive, too. Massive. Yo, that shit was insane. Uh, but I I like that, man. I liked him as a villain. I thought he was cool. I'd actually be very excited to see him again, because um, especially Do you think now, we'll see him again? I hope so. I hope so. If he didn't die, especially because, like what I said, right in in the comic books, he was inspired by Mister Sinister, right? Yeah. 
And we know that in the MCU, they're going to introduce mutants, right? They're going to introduce the X-Men. So Eventually. that would be a good way to, to maybe have him that he was involved in somehow to, in, yeah. in, in helping people, you know, activate the X gene, right? Because he's trapped. We know he's been to Earth, right? Maybe he's experimented on people there or something like that, I think. And maybe he worked with Mr. Sinister. That would be fucking cool. That would be dope. That would definitely be dope. And it totally makes a lot of sense to have him as an intro for mutants. But I just question where they're going to insert that into the lore. You know what I yeah. mean? Like during what? Is it going to be during like the first X-Men movie, which will come out God knows when? You know, because it's kind of like, are we going to see this guy again maybe five years from now? Because it takes forever to make one of these movies. So it's like, fuck, oh when are we going to see the high evolutionary again? Unless, know, they, man. Un- unless they do it via a show. I know. You're right. I don't know. Because so far, right, they've, they've already introduced the official first mutant, which is Kamala Khan from the, in Ms. Marvel. Yeah, yeah. Right. So we know that she's a mutant. Right. And so I don't know. Right. Maybe they'll keep going. Which is through kind the of shows. a cop out. Like. In and of itself, it's kind of a cop out because it's like her mutant power is that she's able to use the bangles. Well, we don't know though yet. Yeah, they still have to explain that, right? But we'll we'll see exactly. I hope we'll see. I don't know. I don't know. I know. I know that that would suck. That that's your mutant ability to use these bangles. Like I don't know. Yeah, right? Exactly. I mean, yeah, because yeah. from if I'm not mistaken, from the way it seems like in the show, that's her mutant ability. If she's a mutant, that she can use those to access whatever source her powers comes from. So it's not like she has any innate abilities except for being able to access the power in the banks. Yeah. So but, but hopefully, hopefully we've only had one season of 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 of, of uh, Miss Marvel. We're going to see her again in the Marvel's movie. We'll see if they develop that a little bit yeah. further. But anyway, we'll see how that goes. We'll see what happens with all that. But so far, we got High Evolutionary. Pretty great villain. Pretty great villain for the movie. And just overall, everything about it was great, man. We had a lot of good things. Uh, uh, I, I really liked how they had Gamora in the movie this time, which was very a uh, more comic book version Gamora, uh, at least the original version of her from the from the beginning, which was just a badass. Yeah. And like doesn't give a fuck. Right. And just is against everybody, just fighting a savage like in the comic book. She's known as the most deadliest woman in the universe. Right. And like I felt I got that more this time than I've gotten in any of the other times we've seen her before. Oh, yeah, of course, because, I mean, after she found her feelings for Star-Lord, she became way more human, I guess, for lack of a better term, which in turn made her way weaker. Right. Because of compassion and empathy and all this other nonsense. 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 Exactly. Exactly. So this time it was like, I don't know who Star-Lord is, super removed from all of that. So she was her recently trained by Thanos self. Yes. I think that's the key thing that really came across, that she did just leave Thanos, right? Like she just and obviously how fucking confusing it must be that she's like from the past that got brought to the future where Facts. all that kind of shit. I get it. And so I I, I think she did a really good job at really portraying that. Um what's her Zoe Saldana, no? Uh uh so yeah. mm-hmm. so that I thought that was great. I, I love that. The other great stuff about the movie too is like there was a lot of action. There was a lot of cool action uh, some a lot of epic fights. Uh, some of them a little bit silly too. But even that was a good mix of things. Like when they had the whole escape from the lab, I thought that was cool. I thought that was fun. Even with Gamora just trying to kill people, and they're they're like, oh shit, chill. Like we're not yeah, trying facts. to kill them, yeah. right? 
it, it was cool. I liked that. I liked all of that. And then the last battle, right? The last battle was really great where they really highlighted everyone's like uh, a moment for everyone to kind Special of shine. Piece, yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah. What did you think of the all one? the battles, man? Well, I mean, I definitely enjoyed a lot of the combat in the film. I wish that there would have been more of a bigger fight versus the high evolutionary. You know what I mean? Like he strikes me as the type of villain who would have had like a lot of different weaponry, shit like that, you know? Like I felt like it could have been a bigger conflict at the end, but instead that was replaced with trying to get out of the ship, period. Yeah. You know, you're I right. felt like a mm -hmm. big fight was straight up swapped for escaping. Yeah. And which, which is like, itself, you, it, like it yeah. was pretty impressive. Yeah, it was and it was fun. Like it was that whole escape scene was cool. Yo, I felt the the stakes right because also yeah, exactly. also right because we knew they've been shoving death in our face since the trailer right like oh, oh my god, my god. Yeah. someone's gonna die right and, and so at that moment at the end when like they break they separate right and and, and nebula goes to uh you know como si se, um drive the fucking ship right to get yeah, yeah. close to nowhere so they can, they can escape it's so like, the I, kids I, can jump into nowhere uh-huh. I'm like, yo, is is she gonna die? Right? Like it's it's like this, and it's all everything's blowing up beside behind uh besides her, you know, and then and then when they escape and they're like, Where's Rocket? And Rocket's still inside. And I'm like, is Rocket gonna die now? Like we just saved him. Like it did feel like, oh my god, like you know, like the urgency of it all, like that was fucking cool. Yeah, it definitely did make you feel towards the end of the movie, like a sense of urgency, like, oh my god, who's it gonna be? Because it could have been anybody. With like all the like all the stuff that was going on at the same time, but then James Gunn almost like swindles you in a way because deaths do happen technically, but then they get undone via plot armor and plot magic. To be yeah. honest, it's not even plot armor; it's plot magic. <laughs> yeah, because it's not R like no, no. Go ahead, go. No, right, exactly. Because we get Rocket did die technically. Yeah, exactly. right? He did die. But it also he like flatlined. But he flatlined. It's like he was physically dead. Uh uh, but then you know, he he his body kicked back and he came back, right? And so and even and I yeah, knew that was happening though. Like I knew, like in that scene, right? When he asks, yeah. like, you know, oh, can I come with you guys? Like he's seeing all his dead friends, right, in the afterlife. And they're like, and she's like, Yeah, you know, you can come. You can definitely come. Like I I thought knew... he was gonna go. I I thought he was gonna go. I mean, oh, really? Gonna oh, I, I, yeah, I was really? like, Oh shit, this is it. This is it right here. He's oh, gonna die. Okay. That's cool. No, and then I, when he said no, I was surprised. I was like, oh, you bastards. No, I knew <laughs> I was I, I should have told you well though, because I was like, she I knew that she was gonna say, but not yet. Like I knew, and then that's exactly what she said. She like holds him and says, but not yet. You know, and and look, and for me, that kind of stuff for me, I was like, that was obvious, but I didn't mind though, right? Like I felt like it's still cool though, it's still very like. Like, I don't know, man, because like Rockets wasn't going to die. Like, that was the whole purpose of the movie. Like, that would <laughs> they failed. Damn. Imagine like at the end, like just Rocket dies. Hey, that was... you never know. You never know. It could have been one of those epic ass fucking Oscar worthy scenes where then you have Quill filled with rage and then he goes out for blood. You know what I mean? Damn. Like, it just worked out either way. Like Logan, right? Like Logan. Logan dies exactly. at the end, right? Yeah, exactly. I, I don't exactly. know. Yeah, but right, that the other cheap kind of death that we kind of get, but not right, is like Star Lord. Yeah, kind of 
But what the fuck was that? That's the one thing I did not like about this movie. And with this one, we have a real beef because the way they played it out seemed like he was going to die. Like, yo, he's going to die for a Zoom. <laughs> and the Zoom is a stupid device that wasn't even like an iPod. This one was made by Microsoft. I had one of these. It was pretty cool back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> but the point is, like, the way they played it out, it's like, oh, my God, he's going to sacrifice himself for the, I guess, for the soundtrack we've heard across all three volumes, which uh-huh. would have been pretty dope and poetic. But also, you know, like, I would have been sad because I fucking love Chris Pratt. That's yeah, cool. exactly. So, so he jumps off the high evolutionary ship, freezes in space, which, mind you, this was technically, not even technically, this was the same way that Yandu died in the last movie. That like he part. died protecting uh-huh. Peter Quill. Like, that's Peter Quill the part. Literally, like, around the same time in the movie, right? At the, towards the end of the movie, the whole thing, yep. right? Like, there's this whole thing where, like, um, um, uh, uh, Yondu's, like, puts the spacesuit on Star-Lord because you're going to die if you're in space. Yeah, exactly. And the same way. And then we see Yondu's face freezing and blah, and then he dies, right? Like, and then he dies, like, just like, like that immediately. And yeah. we see all of that happen. We see that. And then even worse, we see Peter Quill's face get like fucking bloated and shit. We were just all of like, that. Why, why like, does frozen that happen? over? Like, well, like uh, it, it could be maybe like the oxygen he was holding and expanded because it got crystallized or some shit, you know, like physics. I, I guess. All right. I got like, we need to have Neil deGrasse Tyson on the show. Facts. Explain. To explain this exactly because also but obviously because that... i think someone like i think someone like especially them they would have died he would have died immediately right because if you're in space it's the vacuum of space air would have left your body immediately and you're dead like it, you would i think you would you die first from that than be getting frozen but i mean i don't know isn't it um isn't it what uh like zero calvin or some shit like that in the vacuum of space so it's laid up like that's like cold as it can both, possibly right? get. Exactly. Yeah. So fuck. But anyway, so the only way that we could justify that amongst ourselves was we forget that he's technically half a celestial because of Eagle's son. Even though as per canon, Eagle is not a celestial, but I guess Gun made it work because he's like a celestial body. So Peter Cross part got so it's like, hey, if he could hold that infinity stone. Why can't he be resuscitated from dying in the vacuum of space? Yeah, because exactly right. That's the thought, right? Exactly right. Because it's like he held an infinity stone with his hand and didn't die. So maybe that's why he was able to just because they didn't even do anything too, right? Like when Warlock grabs him, brings yeah. him back into the spaceship. It's not like they they then they use those um healing packets that they used all yeah. throughout the movie. No, they kind of just like and then he just wait. He's like, oh. He warms like, up, like, like he warms like up, if, and he's back to normal. Like if he was dr- not even if he was drowning, because if he was drowning, they would have still done compressions and stuff like that to get the water out of his, ma- you know, his lungs and stuff. And yeah. no, they, and then he's just like, "Oh, hey guys, okay, I'm good." Like what? But I, but I guess it's speak. I would have liked. I James Gunn should have just written. I'm like somebody say that, right? Somebody say yeah. like, "Wait, wait, how Being is he part not dead?" Celestial, like yeah. yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You're totally right. You're totally right. Like that needed some straight up justification. Because exactly because we we saw his father figure die the exact same, same way. way. <laughs> like the exact like why? Like, are you telling me Yandu maybe was alive when they burned him at the end of the movie? You know, like 
You yeah, give him a second dang. to come back. Oh, but yo, yeah, the half to my mind is now I want to rewatch that with the same mentality, and it's way darker. Yo, like as soon as they hit the uh, the thing to cremate him, like he like wakes up, he's like, "What? Hey, he just fucking dies." And also, um, I was thinking about this shit before we started recording. So, did Michael Rucker possibly go through like three to six hours of makeup just to tap his chest to tell James Gunn's his brother to use the whistle? I guess. Yeah, probably, yeah. Probably, yeah, yeah. He went through like six hours of full body makeup yeah. to be in the movie for literally 10 seconds. Unless that's a clip they grabbed. You get what I mean? Like, yeah. it could have been AI generated at this point now with all the technology. <laughs> you're right. Yeah, you're right. Fuck. It could be. Yo, to tell a dude, you're like, yo, you got to sit down for six hours. At least six hours. Just, yeah, exactly. And just tap your chest and say, like, from your heart. <laughs> Which I enjoyed that scene. That was pretty cool. But yeah. I wish they would have explained that damn fucking weapon a little bit better over the three movies. Because uh-huh. it was just kind of like, here it is. And it works with the Mohawk Finn thingy. And it works yeah. with the whistle. That yeah. apparently you have to be a true believer. Like, what? <laughs> that weapon is so weird. It's so weird. It's like, it's so weird. And I, yeah, and I'm not a big fan of like, well, because that's that's part of James Gunn's fucking nepotism, right? Because that's his brother, Sean yeah. Gunn. And I'm like, he's an OK actor. Like, I don't know. And I, don't, I guess he's Yondu's replacement. But I'm like, I don't I'm like, I don't give a fuck about him. Right. Like, I don't care. I mean, I, I wouldn't <laughs> say I don't give a fuck just because I was appreciative of that character's arc from the first movie. He went from Hedgeman to being like a head of the what was it? What are they called? The the, the Reavers. Uh, no, Ravagers. Reaver. Yeah, Ravagers. Okay, oh, yeah, so Ravagers, right? Yeah, no, Ravagers, Reavers, yeah, Re- or Ravagers? Reavers are the X Men villains, yeah, 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 Ravagers. okay, yeah yeah. yeah, 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 so it's like, the, so he went from being just a common henchman to being one of, I guess, like the captains of nowhere, or like, yeah, which, was, which is pretty dope seeing the whole of nowhere being navigated, yeah, exactly. That's cool, that's nice, but whatever, man, <laughs> it's still don't Damn. give a fuck. <laughs> Like, it's also funny. Yo, like, come on. Shout we'll out see... to Sean Gunn. We could probably have him on the show. All right, I'll be nice to him if he's on. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, fuck, <laughs> man. Damn. I mean, I love your role. Uh, you should get your own movie. <laughs> you should get your you're, own show. You're, yeah. You're the greatest supporting character of all time. Yo, man. James Gunn is, like, supporting his family, though, through all this. Because we also saw his wife on the show, on the movie, man, too. <laughs> Who was in Peacemaker? Yeah, who was in Peacemaker. She was was in Peacemaker, she was in Suicide Squad, and she was in Black Adam, too. So she's making money. Her agent was in Suicide Squad, too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Nepotism. Your nepotism, man. He's like, oh, I got you, baby. Don't worry, baby. What you going to do for me, though? (laughs) Exactly. Damn. Damn, man. I don't know, man. I did really like, though, I love that she got shot, though. (laughs) The movie. That was great. That, that was, was great. And like her she, acting was her acting was valid. Oh, so good. And I like that because I felt like, yeah, good. Because like, what the fuck are you doing there? You should get shot, man. Like, what are you? <laughs> Damn. Uh, yeah, because I'm like, oh, well, my husband is making this film, and so I'm like, I'm just like, you're taking. I don't know. There could have been some awesome intern out there that could have just done the scene, you know? Like, I don't know, but no, I'm gonna give it to that's my also wife. true. Like, that's you know, also true. Like, y'all don't need all that money, shit, but man. I'm, this is very true, but at the same time, we got to show respect because we did appreciate her in Peacemaker. Yeah, her character yeah. was pretty dope. So she's a valid actress. But no, it's just like, I, I, come right, on, right, right, gun. At the same right. time, like, damn, bro. Yes, like, exactly. Like, I will damn. give like no nothing against her as an actor. She's a great actor. I liked her a lot. Exactly in Peacemaker, she shines. I I really liked her, but it is just like, 
James, come on, James Gunn. There's there's other people out there. Yeah, exactly. Just yeah, like exactly. interview. I don't know. Give a chance to other people. I don't know. But whatever, man. Like, like she already got her big break. She's you know she's making her way up the food chain. You know, like <laughs> you can yes. feed other people. You know what I'm saying? Especially since she's partaking in your millions with you. Right. Right. Like, fuck. Right. <laughs> Right. And so so there so that's kind of basically gets us full circle, you know, right? Like t- towards the end of the movie, right? Cuz then at this point we see like everybody survived, nobody really died and then but then the team breaks up, right? Uh, Which is a, another death. I guess. Technically, yeah, you're right. Like yeah. allegorical, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like this iteration of the Guardians has died. Yeah. Yeah. But then there's a new version born. Exactly. How did you feel about that? What did you think about that about the team kind of disbanding? For personal reasons. Well, I mean, I saw it kind of coming. Like, uh, it's rare that any IP goes into like a fourth movie nowadays. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's tough. So I saw that coming, but I like I appreciated it that like things are, I guess, temporary. Even though who knows, like they could maybe unite, but I don't see that happening because like. Drax is no longer going to be played by Batista anymore. You know what I mean? Like, people yeah, because he's forward. done. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah, done, yeah, yeah, yeah. In reality, but so it made you appreciate the journey of all three movies even more, considering that there's not going to be a fourth with this same set of people, right? And then right. the reasons were kind of justified because you have a uh, Drax and Nebula are going to stay on nowhere to raise like 30, 40, maybe a hundred children. Yes, exactly. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Gamora went back with the Ravagers and uh, Commander Stacard. Uh, fucking Rocket became the new leader of the Guardians, and Peter Quill went to back to Earth to yeah. go see his super young, for ninety-four years old grandfather, which I don't <laughs> agree with. I know, <laughs> I know, does they... not look ninety-four, but still, I, I don't like, know, I man. I, it. I've told you, man. I work in the field, like in aging and dementia. I see. I see some very old white men and they can age well, especially if they're of the upper class and stuff like that. You know, like that's what I love about that scene. Right. They show go show up to this nice big house. Not super big, but it's a, it's a fucking big house, you know, like, at least yeah, for, yeah. you know, and, and they ha- he has the, the Quote, unquote, think, middle class home. Yeah, exactly. A middle class fucking Quote, home, man. Shit. And mansion. middle class doesn't exist anymore, man. At least not here. <laughs> Shit. And and so and then he has the what the black caregiver or something, right? Or some some, yeah, some exactly. person of color. And so he's got money, dude. He's okay. He's he's it's gonna help him age better. Um, you know. Yeah, facts. But one of the most interesting parts about that was that we got to see that in the end it stated Star Lord will return. So we're gonna get Star Lord in Secret Wars. Yeah, you know for I mean? sure. Like, like maybe, I I'm, maybe even Secret Invasion. So exactly. So I feel like for for the Avengers Secret Wars and like the Kang Dynasty type movies, I think we're gonna get a lot of them. I, I we might even get Rocket probably for that. I think, but I think for them to say that Star Lord will return, I'm curious exactly what does that mean, right? Like in what specific capacity, right? Um, uh, it'd be cool to see him. Huh? Like uh, maybe maybe Secret Invasion, like. I would really love for Marvel to now really start exploring that cosmic side of stuff a lot more, right? Even a series, a series would be cool. A special, more specials if they if they're doing like a Silver Surfer special. Yeah, facts. I don't know, but that 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 that'd be cool. I I liked him as Star Lord a lot. It'd be, it'd be cool to see more of him. But 
And I mean, like, we're kind of starting to see a sh- like a, a small shift towards the the uh, cosmic side of Marvel, anyway. Because okay, so we just got yes. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Then we have the Marvels in a few months, and then on top of that, we have um Secret Invasion. So there's a lot more exposure. And then what movie was it? Um, Doctor Strange, part. Yeah, it was part three, right? Oh, the Multiverse of Madness? No, no, no. That's part two. Uh, the Multiverse no. of Madness. Yeah, yeah. That at the end we got Eternity. So we're starting to get slowly exposed. No, that was uh, Thor. <laughs> Thor, Love and Thunder. That's where we got Eternity at the end. Oh, really? Yeah, that's in Thor, Love oh, and Thunder. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, that, yeah, that was yeah. the whole, like, right at the end, he, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're starting to get exposed more and more towards, like, the cosmic side. So right. I definitely see all that, all that happening. Right. Exactly. So that that uh, you know, we look forward to that. I would love to see another Guardians of the Galaxy movie or the show with a new team, right? Because a new team, I I, I thought it was kind of cool because it has right. It's Rocket Raccoon leading the team, uh, with with um with Groot, with Adam Warlock, and oh, and I guess the Yondu guy, right? The new guy, Sean Guns, right? He was there, right? Yeah. Part mm-hmm. of the team, right? Which is like the Yondu guy. Yeah. Whatever, I guess. Fine. <laughs> I don't know. They should have killed him off. <laughs> Fuck! But I thought what was cool for those of you who are hardcore fans of Guardians of the Galaxy, like I am, they gave us a pretty cool Easter egg with one of the girls that they saved from from the High Evolutionary uh, uh, with the white hair. Uh, called that they, they called her uh, Phyla, uh, and then she was part of the Guardians of the Galaxy, and she went off to kick some ass. So that's a big reference right. to Phyla Vell who she's one of the key members of the Guardians of the Galaxy of the iteration that, you know, uh, inspired the movies. I've been mentioning the Abnett and Landing run. Awesome, awesome run um, where she's she's a key member. So quick, quick, little, you know, little backstory about her, which is kind of cool. It connects to the to Captain Marvel, though. So actually, Phil Lavelle, she's Cree. She's half Cree, half Eternal. And she she was actually a Captain Marvel. Um, so she's a cap- she was a Captain Marvel before Carol Danvers was Captain Marvel, actually. Oh, shit. Yeah, because so she comes from she's actually from the direct lineage of the original Captain Marvel. So like Marvel, Marvel right? Marvel, exactly. Marvel, who was a Cree, a Cree superhero. Yeah. She's um his daughter in a way, like genetically created. Uh, by 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 using his DNA and like Eternals, uh, wacky fuckery, sh- fuckery exactly <laughs> created her because because also he there's another there's Guinness Bell who was the second Captain Marvel who is Captain Marvel's Marbell's son, uh, and then because both of them have died and then she became the next Captain Marvel for a while, uh, but then stop then stop you know, it wasn't Captain Marvel anymore and then had her own thing and, and as a member of the Guardians of the Galaxy. And but the I think the biggest thing for her was that she became um another holder of the quantum bands, uh who uh who since she was known by Quasar. So I don't know if you've yeah. heard of the hero Quasar, no from the that's that's another big cosmic hero from back in the day, Quasar. Yeah, see what, I was about to say um isn't that a Cyclops' dad, but that's Corsair. No, that's Corsair. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, that's yeah, Corsair. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And he's just I always get those two names pirate. confused. I don't know why. Yeah. 
No, exactly. So Quasar is a superhero that has the quantum bands that are like this. Also, I think they're these kind of Cree eternal, I think, uh, thing. I don't remember very well, but she wields those. And actually, at the end of the movie, we see that this little girl, Phyla, has some kind of bands that she's using in powers. And so that'd be kind of cool if she kind of because we don't know, like we don't know if the high evolutionary created these kids out of his own shit or did he like steal Find them, them and take them yeah yeah right because if you know she could be Cree right like she could yeah, be exactly. a type although she's not blue like all the Crees in the in the in the MCU but you never know uh but that'd be kind of, that was that was kind of cool that was just a little bit cool a little little Easter egg to Phyla Vell uh, uh it'd be cool to see her grown up and that's interesting because they've been giving us a lot of that right they've been giving us a lot of young potential heroes to take on the mantle, right? Like at the end of Thor, Love and Thunder. I was just about to say that. Like at the end of Thor, Love and Thunder, we got we the had, character. Yeah, exactly. Like like the Eternity Girl type thing. And then we also got yeah. like the young uh, Black Panther at the end of Wakanda Forever. Uh, yep. We have now, now this new little kid here too. And I'm sure I'm probably forgetting. But we had the kids introduced in WandaVision, right? Like, and so there's those. But two. I mean... Did they stay as real? Because no, I no, they were but just like exactly. But they, so, but they would come back in the comic books. They come back, you know, and so oh, so good. yeah, they can find a way to make it happen. Yeah, because they become members of the Young Avengers, and so yeah, we'll yeah. see. But anyway, but that was that was it. I, I I fucking loved the movie. I think we should rate this. No, yeah, it's gonna be an interesting decade for sure, considering all those new young characters. Uh, so <clears throat> all things considered, I think I give this shit a solid eight. Eight, just an eight. Damn, yeah, wrong. eight. Woo! It would have been an eight point five, possibly, if I didn't miss the first twenty to twenty-five minutes. But since I'm gonna have to wait a few months to see that, eight. yo, let's go watch it, it again right now. Let's go, <laughs> let's go right now. Yeah, you know, I was thinking about that this morning, but I was like, nah, fuck it, I'll wait. Yo, I'm down to rewatch it, bro. You just let me know, dude. I, I, I really would watch it again. I, because I'm, I'm rating this a nine. I, nine. I really, really like this movie. I'm very happy, very happy with this movie. So this gives us an 8.5 overall by the LOZ, which is good but, with that. And just a quick side note before we go, a check-in, because I will be doing this every episode until we get an update. Disney still has not dropped Jonathan Majors. <laughs> no, you're right. Let's check in every time. Exactly. <laughs> no, no. He still I, has not been dropped. He still can't. I saw some people online commenting on how like they should just make the high evolutionary a Kang variant and then Ooh. just have him take on the role of Jonathan Mayers. Cause I'm like, he's a pretty fucking dope actor, man. He sold me right yeah. now, man. If oh, he facts, has facts. if he has the range that Jonathan Mayers has about just like cause be like very different people. Fuck it, man. Give it to him. <laughs> like, have, nah, we, bro. We let's were just see, saying he looks like Kang, you know? Well, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, maybe that's what... Nah, because his costume was probably designed way before all the scandal. I was going to say, yo, what if that's nah. what they're trying to do? Because he's purpley. They're making a shift. But all that shit was in production fucking nah, probably exactly. like years ago. Yeah. All right. But yeah, just that random check-in. Going to do it every episode until we get news. But I'm telling you, they're just holding out until people forget. She's still not drunk. With that, this is Trust. Yo, this is Miguel. Peace, everybody. Deuces.